Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, October 3rd, and we have completed week 39 of 2022. As a reminder, be sure to check out all the great deals on businesstravel360.com. We do all the work of tracking deals so that you can benefit from bonus points, miles, and status match offers that are announced. All you have to do is visit the deals page and sign up. You don't want to miss the ability to take advantage of the amazing benefits that are announced by airlines, hotels, and ground transportation companies. Now, let's get to the headlines. TripActions has filed confidential paperwork for an initial public offering next year, according to a report from Business Insider. The travel card and expense management company plans to go public in the second quarter of 2023 with a valuation of $12 billion, according to the report. That's up from its reported valuation of $7 billion a year ago when it announced more than a quarter billion dollars in Series F growth funding led by Green Oaks. Trip Actions has also been on a busy acquisition path over the last few years, acquiring high-touch TMC Reed and McKay last year, and both Swedish TMC Rezia and Berlin-based TMC Comtravo this year. Trip Actions did not confirm the IPO report, with the spokesperson providing a statement that the company has long considered a potential initial public offering as one option to fund the business, but we do not comment on our specific plans or timing. The Biden administration is touting its new proposal to require airlines, travel advisors, and OTAs to disclose a broad array of ancillary fees up front as the latest in a series of efforts it is making to bolster airline consumer protection. But the proposal, which was put forward by the DOT on September 26, already faces opposition from airlines and travel advisors and even some criticism from consumer advocates. The proposed regulations would require airlines and all sellers of air travel to reveal baggage fees, change and cancellation fees, and family seating fees at the same time as base ticket prices are revealed during an online search. The regulation will also require travel advisors to provide the same information as they discuss ticket prices with clients via the phone or in person. Even as the pandemic sent airline ticket prices into decline in 2020 and 2021, airlines were able to increase their per-passenger intake of ancillary revenue. The Car Trawler Yearbook of Ancillary Revenue, undertaken by consulting firm IdeaWorks, found that in 2021, the average airline ancillary revenue per passenger was $29.96. That is up 39% from the 2019 average of $21.54 per passenger. The study included 75 airlines that disclosed ancillary sales results for 2021. It includes sales of traditional ancillary products such as checked and carry-on bags, reserved seat assignments, and Wi-Fi, but it also includes loyalty revenue earned primarily by the sale of frequent flyer points to bank partners as part of a co-branded credit card partnership as well as other non-ticket revenues such as commission from rental car sales. Substantial income from co-branded credit cards enabled the big three U.S. airlines to lead the globe in terms of overall ancillary revenue in 2021. American posted almost $6 billion in ancillary revenue in 2021, including $4.3 billion in frequent flyer revenue. Delta earned $5.8 billion in ancillary sales, including $4.1 billion in loyalty revenue. United brought in $5.5 billion, including $3.3 billion from its frequent flyer program. 
The government's antitrust lawsuit against American Airlines and JetBlue begins, and the outcome could be determined by how closely the Biden administration examines other airline deals, including JetBlue's pending attempt to buy Spirit Airlines. The Justice Department and six states are suing American Airlines and JetBlue to break up their partnership with the Northeast, namely New York and Boston. It is a significant test of the Biden administration's opposition to mergers, even though the American JetBlue partnership is not a full merger. The government argues that the alliance will reduce competition and result in higher fares. More than half of the travel buyers said that their current online booking tool is not equipped to meet their needs in the future, although most have no immediate plans to change their current provider. This is according to a survey by the UK-based Institute of Travel Management, ITM. The survey, which was conducted this summer, incorporated feedback from more than 60 ITM buyer members and other travel managers, revealed that 45% thought that their booking tool was not fit for purpose for their current needs, and even more, 57% said that the same for the mid and long term. Furthermore, three-quarters of residents said that their current booking tool is not listening to their needs. Buyer respondents are largely happy with some OBT functionality, with 90% indicating that they're satisfied with policy configuration capabilities and 80% saying that their tool is user-friendly. 2022 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Virgin Atlantic in early 2023 will join the SkyTeam Global Airline Alliance, giving the airline's loyalty program members additional opportunities to earn points and access to a network of more than 750 airport lounges across six continents. It will be the alliance's only UK member airline. Virgin Atlantic Silver Cardholder members will be recognized as SkyTeam Elite members, while Gold Card members will be recognized as Elite Plus, according to the airline. The airline already has a transatlantic joint venture with SkyTeam members Delta Airlines and Air France KLM. AirPlus is adding a telemedicine assistance service for customers whose travelers become ill on business trips. AirPlus partnered with insurance company Interpartner Assistance to launch the service, which will be available on October 1st. AirPlus company account and virtual card users via AirPlus Travel Insurance will be able to book a phone or video session for an initial medical assessment through the Doctor Please app. The service will be available all hours of the day and in six languages. Qualifying trips for the service must last 90 days or fewer and happen at least 100 kilometers from the traveler's place of residence. Booking Holdings' owned online travel agency Priceline is expanding into the tours and activities market with the launch of Priceline Experiences. Built in partnerships with Tours and Activities OTA Amusement, Priceline Experiences will offer more than 80,000 bookable activities in more than 100 countries, adding to Priceline's existing inventory of hotels, flights, alternate accommodations, rental car cruises, and packages. Our goal has always been to help people experience the moments that matter. We know that for Priceline customers, those moments typically include activities while on vacation and that those experiences are often the most memorable part of the trip, according to Priceline CEO Brett Keller. Los Angeles-based property management platform Guesty has acquired two hospitality software companies just two weeks after acquiring hotel-focused revenue and distribution platform Yield Planet. The new acquisitions bring vacation rental software company Kigo and Australian property management software company Hiram Software Solutions under Guesty's umbrella. Terms of the acquisition have not been disclosed, but teams from Kigo and Hiram will become part of Guesty and operate under the brand. In mid-August, Guesty raised $170 million in Series E funding with a focus on scaling its business internationally and adding new verticals.
Fetcher has partnered with Brazilian airline Azul Airways to pilot Fetcher's demand prediction and algorithm pricing technology. Azul Airlines, which claims to be the largest airline in Brazil by departures and the number of cities it serves, is the first to trial Fetcher's platform, which uses artificial intelligence and deep learning technologies to predict demand and automatically provide pricing recommendations. In February of this year, Fetcher partnered with ATP Co. to incorporate the airfare filing service's current and historical fare data into the startup's algorithms. Fetcher said its aim with the partnership is to transition legacy airline infrastructure to a new retailing cloud-based environment. And now in news relating to the return to travel. United Airlines said it will suspend service in late October to New York's JFK Airport. Earlier this month, United had threatened to take action if the FAA did not grant the airline additional flights. United Airlines has urged the FAA to increase capacity at JFK, arguing that JFK has not increased hourly slots since 2008, even though the airport infrastructure has improved significantly. The memo argued that it is in the best interest of the public for the FAA to permanently increase slots at JFK and award some of them to United. United has been flying just twice daily to San Francisco and LA from JFK, the busiest New York area airport after resuming service in 2021. KLM is understood to have introduced a surcharge of 250 euros on some flights departing from Amsterdam Airport in a bid to mitigate congestion at the airport by stifling demand. Correspondence from KLM seen by BTN Europe says it is among a number of measures the airline has taken in response to the shortage of security staff that has led to delays, cancellations, and a capacity cap at the airport. The surcharge is believed to apply to KLM's flight from Amsterdam Airport to European destinations until October 3rd and also on October 9th and is expected to be reviewed regularly. In similar news, Amsterdam Airport said it will continue to limit the number of daily passengers in the coming months as it grapples with the shortage of security staff. Amsterdam Airport, one of Europe's busiest airports, said daily passenger numbers will be reduced by almost one-fifth until at least March 2023. Sabre has shopped its hospitality division to prospective buyers this year, according to sources. Sabre has a business unit selling software that helps hotel take reservations online, manage properties, and other tasks. The division is smaller than the technology company's flagship businesses in airfare distribution and airline operational software. Skiff's two sources are external to Sabre, but said that they had direct knowledge of the pitch to buyers. Skiff cannot determine which companies took a look at Sabre's pitch. A new low-cost airline is expected to begin operations soon following the issuance of its Air Operator Certificate from the Civil Aviation Authority of Malaysia. My airline is in the final stage of preparation and looking to commence operations in the last quarter of 2022. Speaking in an exclusive interview with Malaysia Now, Rainer Teo, the airline CEO, said it will begin operating with three Airbus A300 aircraft to provide some domestic flight services. Emirates Airlines announced yesterday that it is dropping its face mask requirements for all flights bound to Dubai and almost all departing from its hub. This will come as a relief to long-suffering passengers who found the masks uncomfortable to wear for prolonged periods of time. The decision to drop the face mask covering requirement follows the announcement from part of the government of the UAE to suspend face masks in most indoor spaces. With that... Thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee.
You can subscribe to this business travel podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.